Podcast Network. Live! God damn it. Shut up, Sam. Mute yourself. Damn you, Sam. Uh, I was just ready for my big intro. Now she needs to wet her, wet her whistle. Wet those pipes. Get those pipes lubed, bitch. Yeah. Swish, swish. You know, I have to live with this smell in my room. And you're just into the spongy microphone cover. You're burping. Oh, God, you don't know where that's been, and I do. And you should not have put that in your mouth. Live from the fifth floor of the Ravenclaw Tower at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry inside the Ravenclaw Common Room, it's two filthy filthy. And we are nerds. That was a piercing sound. My God. Guess what? There's two of us. And we're filthy. Did I already say that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, we're off to a rolling start. We're Just rolling. We're killing. on ecstasy. Yeah, I'm going to pet my arm. Oh. Oh. Turn around. Oh, your thingy's back. Thank you for pointing out my flaws to the live stream viewers. You want to be part of live stream and have Nicole point out my flaws to you in real time. Well, you know what? Patreon.com. has got to pick up where your mom left slash off. Slash two filthy nerds. You know, I really feel like they don't. You know, we can just leave that. Anyway, for those of you curious who are watching the live stream, I got a little, uh, what's that called? A, uh, shit, what's that word? Cyst. A, uh. Cyst. Ganglion cyst. Ganglion cyst. I had surgery for it. They put me under. And 2018. And guess what? The bitch is back. It's hopeless. How 2020 is that? Look is that at that bitch? thing. It's it's like an evil spirit. Dad? Papa? Papa? Listen, you guys. So if you want to, you can pay $5 a month and get to see my sis. You get to see her. Action. Ooh, and then you get to see my uh, tits. Her cysts. Her cyst and my tits. That's not true. She doesn't show her I've tits. I've got sissy tits. What amount of money would people have to pay monthly to see your tits? Find out next week. One million dollars is how much my titties are worth. I love your confidence. All All right, you guys. We're here. We're here. Let's uh, let's get into it. By the way. By the way. Okay. We still got Bachelorette episodes going. So if you're liking that, let us know. If you're not, you can let us know. Also, let your fucking basic friends know. Yeah. If you you know some some basic bizzles. Whose whole personality is, did you watch Bravo TV or whatever, even though it's not on Bravo. Like, if you know anyone who loves the Kardashians. Tell them about those episodes. Keep these ones for yourself. Yeah. And tell people about these episodes too. Uh, if you remember uh, about a month ago, we did Halloween episodes. Those were fun. Do you guys want to want to do some special holiday one-offs? Tweet at us at Two Filthy Nerds or go and join the Facebook group Fellowship of the Filthy Nerds. Let us know holiday movies you love. And if we haven't seen one of them, it's on. Or we can bring a guest who hasn't seen one of them. So we can do some holiday fun. Um, make sure to also maybe put some Jew-centric ideas in there. Because I said uh, holiday. Anyway, let's make fun of the homeless. Uh, l- we live in a uh, a very bad neighborhood. Yes. There it's, are a lot. And I mean a lot of homeless people. And we mentioned this a little bit on the last episode. I have no problem with homeless people, by the way. I have a problem with aggressive homeless people. Yeah. That it's like, all right, don't, don't hassle me. What do you, when you say aggressive, what do you mean? The ones who are shooting fucking drugs and fucking smoking crack right on the fucking street. 
have a little shame. Go in your tent or your box or behind a dumpster. Get behind a bush. Yeah, that it's like, if it gets to the point you're, that's, okay, look, I'm not here to shame anyone for drug use. We've all got our demons yeah. and some of them manifest in the use of drugs. I got a lot of family members who are right there with you, possibly literally right there with you. Has anyone seen my brother, Nathan? Is he living on the streets? How's he doing? I don't know where, I literally don't know where he is. My God. Send out prayers. But hi to brother Tom. Uh, yes, who for now, not homeless. On drugs? Not according to him, but we know how addicts are. Anyway, yeah, no, like, if it's, if it's somewhere in your rational thinking, you've you've decided that it's not a big deal for you to light up your meth pipe yeah. in the street. Right. You're wrong. The other day, she saw a guy coaching a girl through smoking crack for the first time. Yeah. Just putting a pipe up to her lips and telling her to just suck on it. On, well, I, I watched it, so it wasn't a wiener. It was a literal crap, crack pipe. <laughs> crap pipe. It's a crap pipe. It probably had some poop on it. There, it's... It, they have a small facility where they, that's probably, they come outside because they that's maybe how a guy, that's how a guy gets tent. a girl to eat his ass. He's like, put your lips up and just start sucking my crap on the corner of Western and Hollywood, like broad daylight. That is just for those of you who don't live here, or even if you live here, a, you might yeah, there's a very big bus train stop. There's a, a shopping center, busy bustling intersection. Yeah. It's like, take a side street at least. Like, uh, it's the thing. And to me, to circle back to what a piece of shit I am is that. And look, I grew up very poor and it doesn't make me feel good that this is the thought I have. But I have the thought of like, I shouldn't be paying over a thousand dollars in rent and have to see a crackhead right outside my window. I shouldn't have to look at crackheads. Honestly, I agree. And in L.A., yeah, we're paying C crackhead rent because that's how fucked up the real estate market is. Everywhere you live in LA, with the exception of where the wealthy, wealthy white people are, is C crackhead rent. Well, there, yeah, and it's, and because of how everything's going, the homeless popula- population is expanding, and it's like someone's got to fucking do something. It's, you know what? I remember a few years ago homeless people felt more transient. They were like going places. They weren't sticking around for very long. Like they'd be in the neighborhood. They're really (laughs) like they would come and go. And you know, it's like, I didn't always have to see the same people. Yeah. It's like, you didn't have a home. So you just kept wandering. And now it's like, they've just taken up court. Yeah. There, there are stretches of sidewalk where it's just tent after tent, after tent, after tent. It looks like a shitty music festival. And you're walking by and everybody's just fucking doing drugs or you can hear the drug transactions going down. That's all that's happening. I have not heard one conversation where someone's like, hey, man, have you tried to find a job? Hey, man, are are you getting clean? Hey, man, do you want to go get something to eat? Like there is no conversation that sounds productive. All of it is drugs, 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 drugs. Well, if you're addicted to drugs, then doing drugs is very productive for you. But yes, you're right. Like it just doesn't seem like anyone has any way out of it. No, it doesn't seem like that at all. And it's, but then it's like, that's the catch 22 of like drugs. Is that like, if you're on the right drugs, I think you don't care if you're homeless. Like that's, I, when I talked to my brother about heroin, he's like, yeah, no, I didn't care that I was living in a Bronco. As long as I had heroin, I don't need, I have heard that heroin feels like a hug from God on the inside. Yeah. It's like an electric blanket in your tummy. 
like in oh, heart, an electric weighted blanket just like in your soul i've never done it that's what also what i've heard uh i, I would but this neighborhood is more than heroin we've no. got heroin we've got crack we've got we've meth, got meth. And it's like i'm sorry you're doing meth and you're not going to be productive fuck you you're wasting the meth all yeah. right you know, my dad did meth. And what did he do? He went out. He bought a pool. He built in the backyard. He started, tra- he, he bought us all pogo sticks and started a war at 3 a.m. <gasps> he bought you pogo sticks? Yeah. I loved a pogo stick. He started stick. at 3 a.m. Oh, and he built a trampoline over where the pool was. When the pool burst, what did he do? He didn't know how to do lawn work. Simple solution. You get a trampoline the same size as the above ground pool and you cover the little spot where the grass has died. Brilliant. <laughs> and... My he mom, might have been a meth head, but man, did that guy have ideas. Look, let me tell you something about meth heads as parents when you're a kid and you don't understand drug use. And by the way, he was he was like newly into meth. That's what the demise of my fatherly relationship and his marriage, I think, was addictions on both sides. But the fact that he tiptoed into meth probably didn't help. I do, can you even tiptoe into meth? I feel like it's a full just leap. Yeah, you just fucking boing, boing, boing. You just run a marathon. He just into trampolined math. right into yeah, it. Yeah, he just like jong, 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 jong. I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, yeah, you don't, you don't go. Oh, my parent has a severe problem. You go, holy shit, my dad's the most fun dad out of all ever, of the dads ever. And then you just want your dad to continue on the fucking meth. Yeah, that he's like, woo, come on, kids, we're taking the boat out. <laughs> just and that is the most exciting dad ever. Yeah. So you can do meth and not be homeless is the point is that that's not an excuse. Get methed up. Take a shower in the streets. I don't know what I'm saying. Someone's going to cancel me for this. Oh, the real reason surrounding why we want to have this conversation is because you said, oh, I don't want to give someone money because they might use it to get drugs. I would rather buy a homeless person a sandwich or a pizza or a meal, but then give them money that they would use for drugs. (sighs) And I have a friend who's like, who cares what they use it for? Just let them have the fucking money. But if you were getting paid by a corporation and they refused to pay you because they found out that maybe you like went a little hard on your muscle relaxers, would that be fair? Like if you use your money for like things that you're abusing in a different way. Yeah, but I'm working for the company. Yeah, but why is it anyone's business? They're not working for us. Like why? Oh, I know. Like either... You give someone money to help them out and you hope it helps. Or like, man, that is a real tightly wound up need for control is what that is, is that you want to help them, but I'm not giving you this and you do unless you do the thing I want. Well, I'm not saying that do the thing I want. I'm saying, listen, if you want help, I'll go buy you a sandwich. Are you hungry? I'll go get you food. But what if they want help? But the help they need is that if I come too down from this heroin, I'm going to start having seizures and vomiting in the street and probably choke on my own vomit. So I need a little money to get a little bit of Oxycontin so that I won't vomit and choke on my vomit in the streets. I mean, it's not easy to just quit. You can't go cold turkey on okay, alcohol well, if you're a But I can alcoholic. give you turkey. 
I'll get you a turkey sandwich. What are you just trying to peddle sandwiches now? Why is it? What's the deal with the sandwich? Listen, I'll get you a fucking treat. If you want a tub of ice cream, I'll fucking help you rot your teeth. I'm not giving you shit for drugs. I'll give you a good drug like candy. Yeah, but why is it okay for you to give them the drug you like, but they can't do the drug they like? Why, if you came up and you're like, can I please have a dollar of ice cream? And I was like, no, but I'll give you a beer. I don't want to watch them fucking smoke crack on a street. Do you want to watch a homeless person eat a sandwich? That's disgusting. Actually, that is true. They're all drunk. The sandwich is going everywhere. It looks like they're sucking a dick. It's upsetting. Eat the sandwich in your tents, too. Just get in the tent, Bob. And some of them don't even have tents. And that part is sad. I mean, it's all it's all fucking sad. Listen, I want them to stop breaking into my fucking building. Okay, I want them to to stop. Yeah, stop stealing There's the one mail. homeless dude who insists on having his dick out all the time. Yeah, that's upsetting. Like, there's kids who live in this fucking neighborhood. But also, I think it speaks to the mental health crisis, too. It's a mental... It is a, a thousand percent this is a mental health crisis. It's a crisis none of a of lot of things. People, none of these homeless people who are being aggressive are being aggressive because they are mentally sound. Yeah. The thing is, is that, like, pe- it's a very... It's, it's an ugly cycle because, like, your mental health... Like, you could lose your home because you are... Because you struggle in your job because you're struggling with your mental health. Your mental health is not going to improve by being homeless. Like you could be relatively sound and then have to live in the streets and then fucking but like, what are we fucking, I don't know what the solution is. Neither do I. Because I think a lot of people start the drugs to calm down whatever's going on with their mental health. They're like, I'll suppress it with this. Yeah. They're self-medicating. feel good, but that's the thing about painkillers kills emotional pain too. I'm telling you, I, I once had to uh, take care of my mom when she had back surgery and we were in the hospital. She was on so much. Um, uh, uh, what's that fucking major painkiller? Morphine? Morphine. She was on so much morphine. Right. She was lovely to me. And it was at that moment that I realized morphine is a goddamn miracle. So you're saying we should give the homeless people morphine? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Great. Let's give the homeless people morphine. Anything helps. Okay. On that note, you guys, Listen, we, you will guys. Be, we will be right back with chapter four through six of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Nitya Raman, get to work. We need you to help these homeless people. For God's sake, I'm so sad. Anyway, we'll be right back. All right, you guys, here we go. All right, chapter four. Horace Slughorn. What a name. Okay, off the bat, you see this name. What are you thinking? I, I'm honestly envisioning um uh uh what's the uh the that cartoon the animated movie from uh Alice in Wonderland Dream, Dreamworks. Uh oh, I don't know where uh, I'm going. Monsters, Monsters Inc. Oh, you're envisioning the slug like, woman with the oh, glasses. Roz? The, yeah, Roz. You forgot to fill out your paperwork, Wazowski. Yes, perfect. That is who I was. Horace Leghorn, I was picturing her as a man. I'm watching you, Wazowski. Always watching. What a terrifying woman. You did that perfect, by the way. Yeah, that was like... I wonder who voiced her. Uh, Guys... Should have been me. I'm just kidding. Who are listening um, on the live uh, recording, if you're on our Patreon, again, you get to watch us record our podcast live, and you get to chat with us. So, of our Patreons who are listening, if somebody could please tell me who did the voice for... uh, Roz from Monsters Incorporated. That'd be great. I really want to know. to know. She's great. Um, Anyway, so Horace Slughorn, I just thought... 
I, I had no idea who this character was going to be. Picture like a like a slug of as a human. As soon as I found out that Dumbledore was going to find this guy, I was like, well, obviously this is going to be the next Dark Arts teacher. You thought that immediately, immediately with everything going on. Yeah, I immediately was like, well. Every book starts with the need for a dark arts teacher. It starts with Harry Potter dealing with the Dursleys. And then there's a, you have to be introduced to the new dark arts teacher at some point. Uh, Yeah, but sometimes you just show up and there's a new new dark arts teacher. That was interesting that you immediately went to that. I just feel like, why was Dumbledore going to see this guy? We're just, we've just found out Roz from Monsters Incorporated, voiced by a man. Uh, Not surprised. They can't even give a woman the voice of a woman in Hollywood. Yeah. Hire more women. And it was probably a Jewish man instead of a slug woman. Yeah. Hire more slug women, Hollywood. I need a job. (laughs) Slug women. We deserve our parts. We should be playing the slug women. Okay, so it starts off. Harry Harry and Dumbledore are like heading to the burrow, but... First, uh, uh, Dumbledore's like, we got to make a little, uh, a little, a little pit stop. Uh, pit stop. Also, they apparate, and Harry's never apparated before. Yeah, that was kind of cool for me. Yeah, I honestly thought Dumbledore was going to be like, you know what, can't apparate. Go ahead, do it. Yeah, but he has no idea how to do that. No idea. But I was just like, maybe he did. I don't know. But then when he was like, grab on, not but, that hand, the other one. He gave him the left arm because the right one's turning into yes. rotted disgustingness. Anyway, so they apparate together, and apparation sounds painful. Yeah, it's like closing lungs it feels like you're being squeezed it's also like wait they did all that porky bullshit going to the world cup and everyone could have just grabbed on to somebody who could apparate good fucking point now i'm annoyed that it's like oh that was always an option by the way you know what i was just gonna make a really dumb statement but i'm not gonna do it no do it no no no, no, no. i was just like i was like why didn't they just apparate i i forgot that the cup had the 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 cup had become a port Port key. key yeah and I was like, why didn't they just apparate to the graveyard? And I was like, oh, yeah. They weren't trying to I know, get to I the know. graveyard. I know, Like I said, I said it was dumb and I didn't want to say it. But also, why didn't they just grab the cup immediately and get the fuck out of there? Yeah, why weren't they just like, this is not a good place. Let's go back. Okay, so. Anyway. Um, they have they to get, make a pit stop. They get to this guy, Horace's house, all right? And the place is in fucking shambles. Yeah, it looks like it's been attacked. There's blood on the walls. Shit's broken. Things are thrown everywhere. I'm thinking... They were going to go to see this guy who was going to be the dark arts teacher, but now he's dead. I know. And then even Harry is like thinking he's attacked. Yeah. Yeah. And then he like, um, a Dumbledore stabs the seat cushion with his, he just jams Jams his wand in. And we find out that Horace has turned himself into the couch and he's like, ow, you didn't have your jam your wand into me. Yeah. That hard. Um, what a fuck. Anywho. So they start talking and, He's like, did, did, uh, the, um, the death eaters, he's like, did the death eaters come here looking for you? Why? He's like, he's like, they don't know where I am or yeah, something. He was like trying to make it look like the whole place had been ransacked by death eaters and the, and you know that, oh, maybe he was dead. Maybe they got him. But like Dumbledore's like, well, you would have the dark mark above the house if the yeah. death eaters came here. So that's how I knew it didn't happen. And apparently he made this whole mess. He made the whole mess with with uh, uh, dragon's blood. Yeah, he used dragon's blood on the wall. And he was like, it's pretty impressive, right? But apparently he was trying to make it look like someone had come and ransacked. And he's been on I don't, on the run? On the lamb. He's been on the lamb. For the past year. He yeah. does it. He's, and, and they don't know. But then he said something about people are sending me things. 
Yeah. Oh no, Harry called him out on that. Okay, so then Dumbledore is like, oh, I'm gonna go take a fucking leak. Well, before Dumbledore takes a leak, he does what we assume he's gonna do, and he, you know, brings up the opening. He's like, for the do position. you wanna be the dark arts teacher? And he's like, nah, bruh. And then Dumbledore's like, well, gotta go drain the main vein, BRB. And and Harry's left alone with him. Yeah, and this is when we find out, it becomes very obvious that Slughorn's got a hot nut for famous people. He likes to rub elbows. With, with the who's who he of likes the to Wizzies. Know he likes to go, you know, so-and-so gave me these and blah, blah, blah. And immediately he starts talking to Harry. He's like, yo, uh, I knew your mom. Real talented girl for being uh, muggle-born. Yeah, and, and Harry's like, why does it matter that she was muggle-born? It's just this like little tinge of racism where he goes like, oh, no, I didn't. Oh, and then he finds out he was, he was like, uh, he, he finds out that he was in Slytherin. Slytherin. He was the headmaster headmaster for Slytherin. Um, and Harry's like, uh, what? And And he's like, he's like, no, no, no. Don't look at me like that. He's like, no, I, I know plenty of black people or whatever. Yeah. 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 I love black people. (laughs) Like, wait, um, what? So Harry, yeah. Harry inadvertently convinces him to come. Oh, and then also, but, but Harry does this thing where he calls him out on something. And then, and then Dumbledore comes back. He was saying, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So-and-so sent me something. Yeah. Because he had been saying, oh, I have to move. So the Death Eaters can't find me. And when he goes, so-and-so sent me this. And he's like, well, how can people send you things if people can send you things, but the Death Eaters can't find you? Yeah. And he was like, uh, but, uh, and that kind ooh, of like, uh, I think that backed him into a corner of, they know I'm lying. I think he's a fucking lying piece of shit. And I think ultimately when Harry calls him out on that, he's like, oh shit. I, you know, like keep your friends close and your enemies closer. That's what you think. I think he's like, oh, I should take this dark arts position. I'll just be on the inside. Oh, do you think he's a bad guy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You think Slughorn's a bad yeah, guy? I, th- oh. I think Slughorn's a bad guy. I just thought you didn't. Oh. Slytherin loyalty. Slytherin loyalty. Pure blood. Yep. That pure blood comment. I think he's one of those people who can appreciate somebody's like talent just because he loves to like rub elbows with like, you know, he's the kind of person who closes the door and he's like, but I mean, pure bloods are better. Oh, and then Harry did that thing where he used Voldemort's name because people who follow Voldemort like get really upset about when he's called, uh, Voldemort instead of the Dark Lord and he did get upset about it and Harry was like well but people also get upset when you say his name yeah so they're like I mean regular people if you don't go you know who they like wince so that's kind of like I mean he's got no fucking balls he's definitely got no backbone because he's a fucking slug I mean yeah he's and he seems to be like interested in Harry he has this thing it, it just seems like he really wants like a collection of cool friends yeah so Dumbledore they're like all right we're gonna get out of here we're gonna head to the burrow um and then uh yeah he ends up taking the job because Dumbledore's like well it's obviously a waste of time he's like no you know what I'll do it because I think also part of him realizes Hogwarts is the safest place yeah Hogwarts will be the safest place what are you doing just trying to enjoy your retirement by moving into yeah, muggles yeah you're just gonna move around place, place. yeah week. i thought that was kind of funny where he's just like goes to different These muggles people are homes. just on vacation yeah and he goes and he fucks it up and then he just by the way i love I mean, the part when he's my like dream getting to go into other people's houses and just live there for and a week fuck it up and then but the magic part was is when dumbledore was like all right let's get this place cleaned up and they both just like fucking swoosh their wands and like everything just goes back yeah, i'm like, like how did dumbledore know how this house was decorated yeah that's so the real smart. Magic. It's Dumbledore knows everything. He's got an eye for everything. So they, they on the way back to the borough, they're almost there. Dumbledore's like, yo, 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 Harry, come here. We got to talk. He pulls him aside and he's like, hey, um, I want to do private lessons with you. Yeah. So he's about to get molested by the headmaster, I think. Yeah, pretty much. And Harry's like, okay, so I don't have to do occlumency lessons with Snape anymore. And Dumbledore's like, no, no, those were a fiasco. Oh, and then I it guess. was also established that Harry was no longer having... Uh, his scar was no longer burning. Oh, he asked, and he and that and that's why this conversation came up. Is 
yeah, Harry's like, I would have thought it'd be burning really like bad. crazy. But then Dumbledore goes, uh, you know, I had a feeling that maybe he caught on and now he's doing occlumency. Um, yeah, because Dumbledore, uh, because uh, Voldemort is like, yeah, um, Harry can see into my mind. So, so he's been doing occlumency. Yeah. Which is maybe one of those with things- Snape. Who knows? Yeah. Never know. Or maybe well, I mean, he just already knows how to do it. He knows how to do it because he's <laughs> one of the greatest wizards of all time. Um, all right, you guys. Next chapter, chapter five. Yeah, well, they get to the burrow and that's how the chapter ends. But then we go into chapter five. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. An excess of <sighs> phlegm. Phlegm, which is something you don't want to have right now in these times. Now, I had no idea what the fuck this meant. I was like, excess of phlegm? You know what? To be honest, neither did I. I had forgotten this fun little name okay by the way i i have a theory about this so they get there and miss weasley and tonks are having tea together and tonks looks distressed she looks not great like she gives harry a little smile but it's one of those things where you're like oh that is forced and she is not doing well also she dumbledore like goes to escort her out and she like kind of avoids dumbledore she like quickly leaves oh i didn't notice that and that was like, that made me skeptical because I was well, like, he leaves too then though, doesn't then he? It, he goes after her. Okay. But that there's like a sense. beat, there's a beat. She like goes out ahead of him or she like avoids like seeing him or like looking at him. I think they said, so what are uh, you thinking? I'm thinking that's not really fucking her. She's her body's been fucking, uh, she's been, um, uh, the imperious curse. I was waiting. I was going to see how long it took you to find. Yeah. Her. She, the, you she's think under the imperious curse. Her, her over and they're controlling mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. And they're like, fuck, what if they, because you saw how reluctant Mrs. Weasley was to ask questions. We see this later on when Mr. Weasley gets home, she's like, so like, ugh, do we have to go through all of the asking of questions to verify your identity? It just yeah. seems like Mrs. Weasley doesn't want to do that. So I think when it's Tonks the- got there, she wasn't like Tonks. What give is me the questions. Yeah. And I think maybe, maybe then Tonks is like, she's like, oh, fuck, if Dumbledore, Dumbledore's going to start grilling me. Yeah. I got to get out of here before that's an issue. Well, it would be whoever's controlling her, making her get out of her. But why would they have but her then being they said so Tonks depressed is being, instead of- They said Tonks is being so weird. Because she's a fucking Death Eater. She's a depressed cunt. You think she's a Death Eater? There's a Death Eater inside of her. You think that someone's controlling Tonks? Yeah. She's, or maybe the Polyjuice Potion. Maybe she's been Polyjuiced. Oh, the polyjuice potion. I didn't think of that. But th- that would have It's to either have... the Imperious Curse and she's like Polyjuice fucked potion up. have to replenish every hour. So they would yeah. have to have her close by getting pieces of her. Yeah. So who fucking knows? That's maybe maybe why she left in such a hurry. She was like, Oh shit, I gotta get out of here. Wait, what Mrs. Weasley is an anti-asker. Is it, oh my god, Mrs. Weasley Mrs. is an, an anti-asker. anti-asker. That's what I was just gonna say with her being like, Do we have to know the questions? It's the same as people who are like yeah, the mask, and then they like breathe in your face, and it's like, no, the where put your mask on put when your you talk mask to me. It, the, the, this close to my face, it is, it is eerily similar. Of like, yeah, you start, and it's like, I understand it too. Is that at a certain point you get worn out, you start to get a little more casual, you feel a little safer because the day to day is the same, and that's when they fucking get you. Yep, that's when it comes yep. in. You you start to feel safe, and bam, you're on a ventilator. Anyway, um, or Death Eater. We forgot to mention that um, uh, Dumbledore, before they leave, Dumbledore's like, oh, the owl results are going to be coming in. Oh, yeah. He tells him. He's like, you should be getting those at the end of the day. Um, okay. So there's that. So Which then is very exciting. They're waiting for Mr. Weasley to come home. He finally gets home. They go through this whole thing through the door where, you know, Mr. Weasley's like, uh, w- 
answer this question for me. And he's like, uh, and then answer my question, whatever they have to answer questions. And one of them is like, what's my pet name for you? And Harry can overhear them. And he's and like, like what do you God, like to be called when you're alone? And she's she like, she's like, like, like fucking Molly. Wally. What is it? Wop. Molly, 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 Diddles, Molly, Diddles, Molly, Skins. Yeah. Oh, also the cool clock that she has that tells her where everyone in her family is. Everyone's pointing at mortal peril. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's a good sign. And then, and then when he's heading home from the ministry, it says, um, in route in, 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 in whatever you got it. And then goes uh, back to mortal peril. Okay. So Harry goes to sleep. They wake up. Um, Harry and, uh, Hermione and Ron are there. Oh, Dumbledore was like, you need to tell, um, Ron and Hermione what the prophecy said. Yeah. That was one thing he had said. He's like, your friends need to know. And you he was like, let them in. And he was like, I don't want to scare them. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like you, you know how important having your friends are. Like they need to know this. Yeah. Cause you need your fucking crew. And if they don't realize that this is how important it is, I mean, they may not step up to the plate yeah. or whatever. And like, you know, like, I mean, Hermione, her, Ron's a fucking bitch, but you know, the second he tells Hermione, she's like in her fucking head. She's like, got getting the ideas. Yeah. Well, because, because she should be a Ravenclaw because she's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that like when he tells them it basically, he's confirming what they read already in the daily prophet, which was some version of the fact that they're tied together and they weren't bringing it up because yeah. they were like ah he'll be really upset if he finds out someone said that and yeah. it's like no, no no that's accurate that is yeah uh neither of us can live while the other survives yeah. which is weird which is weird that is such a weird statement um so he tells him about the prophecy tells him about the duty met slughorn and how he's going to be the new dark like, arts eh. teacher and then he says um he's going to be doing private lessons with dumbledore cool 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 then which sounds great, by the way. I think Dumbled- the Dumbledore lessons, it's like, finally. When he was like, the part where it's Fleur who comes in, Fleur Delacour, the part where he was like, and then this beautiful woman, unlike any that I've seen. I'm like, is Luna Lovegood there? Oh my God. I thought it was going to be Luna Lovegood and then it ended up being Fleur Delacour. And I was like. What did you think? Luna Lovegood had a growth spurt and I don't know. sprouted tits I don't up know. to her chin? But w- because I had heard... Um, I had I gave myself a spoiler when I looked up uh, Fleur Delacour's last name. Myself a I saw I saw that she ends up with uh, with the we- with one Stop of the Weasley Googling brothers. characters. I told you this a long time I know, ago, but I'm not gonna ever let it go. Anywho, so she is there because she they they her she's and with Bill Bill and they all work at Gringotts and they're. Well, he's a dragon slayer. She works. At, he got her a job. At he Gringotts. got her a job at Gringotts. I think. No, maybe he didn't. Maybe that's sexist. Maybe she just got a job at Gringotts. I don't know. Anyway, the thing so is, she's learning English, and and then oh, she got engaged. a job to learn English. That's why she got yeah, the job there. And they're and, engaged, and she decided to come back. To, well, he's like, you can stay with my family while you're up there because she's not yeah. from this country. Yeah, she's la française, uh, française. Um, so she's getting to know the family and living with them. And it's, and they f- can't stand her. Ginny can't stand obvious. her. Mrs. Weasley can't stand her. They, they call her phlegm. Yeah, that's what Ginny literally calls her. And they're just like very classic like, oh. And of course and the, the boys are like, the, she's not that She's bad. like, she's kind of nice. Such a nice girl. Harry, it's so good to see you. Harry. Uh, oh, yeah. Hermione's just like, you just like it when she says Harry. Ugh, and the wedding is in a year, and Miss Weasley's like, I think this is reactionary. I think it's too soon. This was funny to me. That yeah, she's this like, funny to me. This happened last time that Lord everybody, Voldemort's power- Lord Voldemort, and everybody just started jumping into relationships because they thought it was the end of the world. And Jenny's like, Isn't that when you and Dad got together? And she's like, We're different. We were meant for each other. Yep. <laughs> it's like, All right, oh, bitch, really? Don't throw stones with your red ass hair, Miss Weasley. Um, there's the, then there was this 
feeling I had when she said that, that I was like, are you guys a bad couple? And I've been reading this all wrong. No. The Weasleys belong together. Um, Who else would date them? My God. So then Harry's like, yo, guys, by the way, the owls are going to be arriving soon. He tells them, and of course, immediate frantic state for Hermione. Hermione is in a tizzle. Also, if you ever had a friend like Hermione when it comes to test results, absolutely unbearable. Uh, And let me say, I was that insufferable. Oh, yeah, I could imagine. That I was like, oh, God, the test. And everyone's like, you always get an A. And I'm like, but I feel like I didn't this time. Yeah, and I never cared. Yeah, because I was like, well, whatever I get, we'll be fine. Insufferable that it's like it's just anything. And I know it's hypocritical of me to say, having been that person. But it's like when you're with the person who's so worried about the thing that you're like, you know that you're great at this. Like, why are you freaking out? This is what I loved is when the owls arrived. Hermione was like, there's she saw three things in the sky getting closer. And I was like, oh, no, are those Dementors flying in? And it turns out it's the owls flying in. And Hermione's like, fucking, yeah. It's gay time. They all did well. Ron did the worst because he's a fucking loser. Hermione did the best because she's motherfucking Hermione. She got all outstandings except for one exceeds expectations, which was in Defense Against the Dark Arts, which is the only one that Harry got an O in. Mm -hmm. Harry secretly, even though he knew this was coming, slightly bummed because Snape had said he doesn't take anyone who gets less than outstanding in, in potions and without potions you really he can't a, be an aura yeah you really don't have a future so Harry's bummed out about that but he's like alright I still did good blah 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 and he's like he knew he wouldn't pass divination he passed out during his history of magic so everything that he like he knew the ones that he wasn't going to pass mm-hmm. in and everything else he's like okay alright I'm decent and Ron was just like good for Ron for being really happy with his mediocrity you know he's like I mean, that's only we that's the only thing he's we capable of because he's a Hufflepuff. But <gasps> my favorite part, my How favorite part was Harry finds out that he's going to be the captain of the Gryffindor Quidditch team. And Ron's like, yeah, sweet. Will you ha- have me back? He's like, you're my team? captain as long as you'll have me. And will, then it sounded like a quiet. Yeah. Honestly. And I, if he takes Ron back, Ron sucked a fucking What would you sack. do if you're best friend? If you sucked at it, I'd be like, yeah, you can join the team. You're sitting on the bench, bitch. There is no bench. They don't have a bench. You're sitting on a broom. Put the broom up your asshole. They have the team. Sit. You said you're a spinner. Sit on that fucking broomstick. Sit Look, it, if that was shove a it up your ass. I want you to perforate that rectum. Listen. I want it so fucking far up in there that you're choking on it, bleeding out your bowel. And that's it. That's how you're playing it's Quidditch. i ruin a good bit by going too far <laughs> up my ass. Listen, if there was a position in Quidditch called a spinner, I would be professional. Yeah. I would be on the World Cup team. Mm-hmm. Just like that one season, I was the hooker in rugby. I did great. It was the a hooker? short season. Yeah, there's a, a position called, called the hooker. hooker. Oh, we know why you were on that Hello, position. Hello, boys. All right, guys. Uh, we will be right back with uh, the final Shapitra for this episode, chapter six. And uh, we'll, we'll get into a good fucking chapter. Oh, yeah. It's going to be Bye. Alright, you guys, welcome back. Chapter six. Draco's detour. Immediately. Obviously, you're going, okay, here comes fucking Draco. Well, here Draco's back. Detour? I don't fucking know. What is it? Where's he going? I don't I don't fucking know. Find out. What's this little fucking impotent prick gonna do? 
So we're headed to Diagon Alley. We've got a private car. Got to be honest. Super pumped for going to Diagon Alley because we're going to see the Weasley's Wizarding Weezes. We're going to see this. Which word on the street is? It's is fucking blowing the fuck up. Oh, yeah. Because in the last chapter, by the way, a little detail we left out. They had un- like tested products that weren't on the market yet. Still at the house. And um, Hermione got fucked in Hermione the eye. Hermione got punched in the eye by a telescope. And I, I love the fucking Weasley brothers. Oh, me too. The best. S- I sit on my face. Fred and George Weasley. Oh, I, were just, all, I wanted just to take eat, both of them. Eat that just, red ass. Just teabag uh, uh, those uh, balls uh, on your fucking chin. Uh, uh, they're so, so, so funny and they're talented. They are. They're super talented. And I am like so happy that they're doing well. Cause first of all, Harry gave him fucking startup money. Yeah. So awkward as fuck if it failed. Um, and it's just like, Oh, it's, wait, they mentioned fucking the brother, the Weasley brother, uh, Percy. Percy. Still not talking to still, the family. Still a cunt. Still hasn't. Got, it's like, why are you still up your own ass? You know, Cornelius Fudge was wrong. Yeah. Just let it go. Yeah. You little bitch. The other thing we heard is some of the shops that we're used to seeing in Diagon Alley have shut down. People have gone missing. The ice cream guy. He's gone. Ollivander, the wand guy, is no longer. They think, and they think they were saying how maybe the fucking Death Eaters got to him, and now he's making wands for them, which Which is is like no fucking boy now. He's the best wand wand maker. That man can whittle a wand. My God, I'd like for him to whittle me a wand. Literally, I need a wand. Please, Um, is the Wizarding World real? Are you out there? Let me join you. There's signs everywhere that have the uh, the Ministry warnings and instructions posted. You you can't even see in windows. It's just like blown up things of them. But ministry officials are, by the way, escorting him. Yeah, he's like Secret Service. It's- because Harry Harry needs to be protected at all costs. Yeah. And once they reach uh, Diagon Alley... They're joined by Hagrid! Hagrid! So what a relief, because Harry's like, are we going to be with a fucking group of Aurors? It's. I feel like at this point, it's just teenage embarrassment more than anything. That's like, oh, uh, fucking... And Hagrid's like, I'm going to be your bodyguard. I'm going to guard your body. I can with be my your big bodyguard, and you can be my long lost pal. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what it is. I I love just Hagrid's big body. He's a just, big giant. Just man. that big body guarding that little Harry Potter body. Ogre of a man. A Potter body. And they go through when they go into Diagon Alley. They go through the Leaky Cauldron. No one's there. Mm-hmm. It's like COVID. Nobody's uh-huh. out and about. It's, it is a ghost town. And by ghosts, fuck? we mean dead dads. There's a ton of dead dads there. Just loitering in the bar where they wanted to spend eternity. Yes. Um, so they need to go for new robes. Yeah. So they got uh, a Madame Melkins. Because they're all growing, getting big and strong. And of course. And they run into Draco. Draco and his mother, Narcissa. Draco's being fitted for new robes, being an absolute cunt to the woman who works there. Yeah. Like, Madam Malkin is, you know, putting his thing like, don't touch me, don't, blah, 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 blah. There's a spat. Yep. There's there's an altercation. Yeah. And Narcissa and Draco bounce. Yeah. Wands are out. There's a lot of back and forth talk. Mm-hmm. Don't you do this. Hey, your husband's a piece of shit. Why oh, don't you I join love him? when Harry did that. Harry's like, oh yeah, your fucking loser husband. He and said that to Narcissa. I was like, oh. I know when he, when she <sighs> called, when he called him a loser, I was like, 
yes and then drake would be like don't talk to my mom like that and don't talk about my dad oh, oh you're you're a fucking loser too you little fucking twit and then like they leave but not without being cunty like we don't want to shop somewhere that looks like a place that you know fucking these mudbloods mud, shop oh yeah and he calls him a mud she he calls her a mudblood and the poor madam malkin's like there's really no need for that and in times like these it's like you don't know what is gonna erupt in yeah. your What's going to go down? And oh, also, and you must know that Lucius Malfoy is in Azkaban. That's got to be huge news. Yeah. So she's like, okay, they're probably not good people. Like, these are dark wizards. Yeah, she's fucking scared. She's just like, just She also needs money because job. I'm sure business is bad. Yeah. That's the thing is that, yeah, we're all... Uh, about taking a stand and not working with people that don't have the same views as us until you're desperate for money. And then all of a sudden, you're You'll sucking a Republican's dick in a bathroom on a highway outside of Alabama. <laughs> Mitchie. The next stop, they go to the Weasley's Wizard Wheezies. Very exciting. I love that you call it Wheezies. We Whatever. Weezes? It could be. Um, so everywhere in Diagon Alley is like a ghost town, except things are... Popping it is off the, the chain. Off. You would think it's Black Friday and Walmart in Oklahoma City. I mean, it is. It's Honeydukes 2.0. Like as crazy as the candy shop gets on, on the days that they have Hogsmeade days, this is next level. Next There's level. Everywhere they're fucking killing it. You know, and the reason is, is because I mean, in dark times more than ever, yeah. I think people listening to this know you need fucking laughter. You need fun. When you have no sense of control about the future, sometimes all you can do is laugh about terrible things. And then he sees there's a special line of defense items that even the ministry has been buying and including a shield charm. So like, that's how good their fucking product is. Yeah. And how bad government employees are is that like a basic shield charm half the fucking government can't do so they have to get hats to protect that meanwhile is the government giving regular people shield hats absolutely not but the but but the senate is sitting here with their free shield outfits living off i'm sorry it's about medical insurance it's a deep anyway it's okay do something basically these fucking these kids are like government fucking contractors. Yeah. They are clowns that are being paid by the government. Government cashola. You, you can do anything as long as it provides weaponry to yeah. a heavy government. As long as you can make arms and be an arms dealer, you can do anything you want. Wow. It's really funny to like be like, and now here's candy that will make you fart as a way to cope with the fact that you're actually feeding the government tools mm-hmm. in a war that what if the dark wizards aren't dark and we're all being fed propaganda and they're and we're the dark ones never mind QAnon are you out there are you a wizard sorry so so they're at one point at one point uh Harry goes off with the bruds yeah they're, they're showing him all the and shit they're like the whatever room. you want fucking Harry whatever you want you, you don't anything. have to pay for anything because you gave us our little fucking nest egg to make this shit happen and he's like no I'm gonna pay and they're like fucking no your money's no good here your money's no good here of course ron comes in with a bunch of stuff like well why can't i why is it free for me and it's like fuck you fuck you ron pay up you little prick i hate ron so much uh so draco walks by they see him from he's outside the shop walks by no longer with his mom looking suspicious yeah he's on he's booking it this is the detour i think he this is the it has to be he clearly has like ditched his mom somehow he's trying to get somewhere oh another thing we forgot to mention 
Dumbledore was adamant that Harry bring his invisibility cloak everywhere he goes. Absolutely. Never leave the house without it. Yeah. No, he's like that. That was his instructions. Not only that, he said something else out of respect for Molly and Arthur for all of the extra things they're putting, doing at the borough to keep him safe. Yeah. Please don't, please don't go getting into schemes yeah. while you're staying there. Yeah, just be a fucking good kid. Which is what I thought of as soon as they were to do it. And I'm like, no respect for your elders. None, what about none. my, oh, I mean, you're I'm, just going to go on party and then bring COVID back home to Molly Weasley. And That's then kill great. her. She's going to die. And then you're going to have to say your final goodbye to her over FaceTime. And then based on the internet connection these days, it's going to buffer. And then you're going to think that they died with their eyes open. But really, it's just frozen. So Don't be an anti-masker. They mask up with the invisibility cloak yep 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 uh they cloak and then up. they fucking uh, chase after draco so and it's it's a little more maneuvering because they've gotten bigger and the cloak is only so big but they follow they, him of course i'm not surprised did you figure out who you figured he was going here i actually i couldn't remember this place when they said it i was like oh yeah that place oh. i did not think that's where he was going i didn't know you were just like he's on the he's, he's going somewhere so he heads down i thought maybe he was going to be meeting up with someone mm. i thought maybe he was going to be meeting up with like a death eater or something oh. like oh but i didn't think he was going to be going to Borgen and, and Burks. What is it? Borgen and Burks? Yeah. A Nocturne Alley, which as we know is the bad place. Yeah, that's the place. If you don't remember, Harry, Harry accidentally flew there. Yeah, he flew powdered and accidentally ended up there and had to hide from Draco. Draco, Draco was in there. Just like in a in a little cabinet with it, just mm-hmm. like peeped open. Peeping out. So they use the invisibility cloak. They go in there, but they they can't go in there. But they they are they're in the visibility cloak, and they have a sneakoscope. Not a sneakoscope. They have uh, 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 extendable ears. Extendable that Ron ears. Stole from his brothers, or yep. is this like ones he's already had? Probably puts them under the door to listen to what's going on, and they only get like the last half of what's going on. But it's it's Draco being very direct very curt uh-huh. and he is talking about he's trying to get something he's like fixed, you need to fix this but he's not it's a thing that he's not he isn't there he like wants instructions yeah yeah, yeah. he wants instructions on how there. to fix it because he can't see it and he can't go to where it is and he can't bring it in oh yeah, yeah. He, the guy the guy working there can't see it and he can't go to where it is and, he, and he's like i can't just bring it here do you know how stupid i'd look or is that with the thing coming out Mm-mm. i don't remember he says that with either the, the bringing the thing in or the thing he is talking about reserving. Because he also... Yeah, and then he wants... And then he puts something on hold. He's like, don't let anybody buy this. I'm going to be back to buy it. I don't think he could leave with it then. I, he, he's like, I couldn't leave with it because... Um, it, like, all the students are outside. He well, and leave. anyone. It's like, whatever it is, it's a Borgen and Burks thing. Yeah. So it's going to be shady. It's going to be suspect. But it sounds like it's like... I mean, what are you leaving? Fucking put it in your pocket, bitch. Yeah. What are you doing? I... I still, and I've thought about it, what he would need fixed. And I truly, I can't think of anything. Or, okay, nothing. Nothing. What about what he would be reserving and why he can't take it now? Why it's like, why am I worried about people seeing me with it? No idea. I have no fucking idea. No fucking. And then no. Hermione goes in and she's like, Her, this was so funny when Hermione's like, mm, that was my boyfriend. And, um, I just want to buy whatever he wanted because, um, I still, I want to get it's him. It's like his gift. birthday, but I don't want to like, get him a thing. He's already getting, which I was like, well, I guess that's the best move you could do. And but the, so sa- it's like, and the sales dude is like, get the fuck out. Nah, bitch. Yeah. She just goes in and starts pointing to things that are near where he pointed, mm-hmm. which is, she's like, which is, is by the, hold? can I buy this or is this being held for someone? Which we know is like, it's the area. Cause Harry goes like, that's, that's where I was hiding. He pointed over there. So she's just like, what about the school? What about this necklace? Um, 
Anyways, he's he just like, get the up. fuck out. And he's like, bye, bitch. Um, and they all go back to the joke shop. Luckily, it's so chaotic. They can, they, they can convince them that, you know, oh, no, no, we were here the whole time. Like, everyone's oh, like, we thought you were gone. But they're like, we were in the back. Oh, I forgot. Bill Bill brought, uh, when they were still at the uh, borough, Bill brought Harry his money to buy all the stuff he needed, which I was like, what? How? What? Yeah, that's the thing is him going... I'm glad you said that because that pissed me off as like either a writing error or is this a thing we need to go like suspicious? Is there some note in Harry's file at Gringotts that any of the Weasleys, the poor wizarding family can just walk into his fucking vault and get money for him? And he's like, well, I got you it because they're tightening security. So it's harder to get. Obviously not tight enough. Yeah. What the fuck that you just let any, anyone who's like, I'm getting this for Harry. You're like, I let the poorest person in there. Look, I love the Weasleys, but you're not going to raise a brow at someone who's living in shambles going into a very big vault. No fucking way. That goblin should be fired. How do we know that Bill didn't skim stuff off the top? How are they paying for that he wedding? Ski- Absolutely. Harry's paying for that wedding. That's why he skimmed off the top a thousand percent. Harry's funding that whole fucking family. And that is why I refuse to get rich because some Weasleys, my family, mm-hmm. are going to want me to fund their joke shops and they're not even funny. Yeah. They're just jokes. <laughs> All right, you guys. I guess that's the end of our episode. That's it, guys. Follow us on all our goddamn social media. At Two Filthy Nerds. We have got a Facebook group, Fellowship of the Filthy Nerds. Shout out to everyone who's in there. Thank you to everyone who's on our Patreon all, live chat right now. Our, our personal pages, at Nicole Amy, at JMS Comedy. Come there. We're doing fun stuff. We're trapped at home. The lockdown's gotten tighter. We're doing fucking squatty potty, you guys. We got fucking hired by squatty potty to do shit. We are making poop jokes professionally. We're living our dreams and we want you to support them. the big pooperoos. And I know not all of you are in California. In fact, most of you listening are probably not in California. Our lockdown just got tighter. So we got a lot more time at home on our hands. So we might fucking kick it into high gear with some of these. Yeah these videos and fun shit patreon.com slash two filthy nerds if you want to be in on the live episodes if you want to do cool stuff with us that you only get to do as a patreon and we would love absolutely love to have your support if you want to support us but you can't afford to do that financially leave us a rating and a review subscribe and guys tell people about our fucking podcast tell your friends if you guys are harry potter fucking nerds and you know other harry potter nerds let them fucking know what we're doing this is such we're like doing dope shit yes think of everyone you know if you know what house someone's in you should have fucking told them about this podcast yeah if you know someone who's as much of a loser as we are that they know their fucking house we're losers find other losers for us Nerds, losers, whatever you want to call it. Guys, help us out. I'm not with her when the war comes to it. Fuck you. You guys, next week, chapter 7 through 9 on Wednesday, chapters 10 through 12 next Saturday. We're here. Oh, and Bachelorette. Oh, and if you like Bachelorette. Are you basic fucking losers? Who's it going to be? How, when will Ed leave? Tune in. When will Ed follow me back on Instagram? Does anyone know Ed? We want to introduce him to Nicole. Ed Weissbrot. Ed means smart brat, like a smart wiener. Yeah, I think it does. A wise brat. That means he's got fucking big dick energy. Old big dick Ed. Well, he also has big neck energy. Ah, he's just one. He's just got big energy. All right. Ed, are you out there? Good night. This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>